Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Pat Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Well, Pat, it is gorgeous out. I don't know if you've been outside today. Oh, I have been. I went to go get a ShopRite order just a little while ago. Oh, yes. It's gorgeous. Yes. My allergies are horrible because they're cutting the lawn. Uh, I went and walked the dog, and I was like, this, because I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. Good times. I understand. Um, so, uh, we're here today to talk about some more Ultra Q. Yeah. Uh, but I've got bad news. Uh-oh. Apparently, Samsung is apparently stopping the production of new Blu-ray players. Because there's, they want to be able to sell them in the PS5 and, and uh, Xbox, whatever? Or are they just going now to the 4Ks? Is that, I, well, here's the thing. Let's see here. Um, I would like to not allow you to send me notifications, Extreme Tech. Now, this is from <laughs> ExtremeTech.com, so I don't know how super reliable this is or not. Um and this is from February, so I don't know how I haven't heard about this some more. But uh, they say Samsung uh, uh, announced it is done making new Blu-ray players. Okay. Um, okay, so let's see where this comes from. This is The Verge. The Verge is a little bit more of a respectable um, Spot. news source. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Um Samsung just put another nail in their coffin. The company told Forbes it is done producing new 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray players. Oh, really? And they are halting production on some of its 1080p Blu-ray players as well. That's weird. They will no longer introduce Blu-ray or 4K player models in the U.S. market. Uh, Is that because they're not selling that everybody's going to streaming? It does appear that way. Like... uh, uh, Oppo just did that last year, and Oppo is a high-end Blu-ray player. That's crazy. That is, uh, that is absolutely crazy. Like, uh, gonna have to buy a couple. <laughs> Put them in storage. Well, I mean, we just got our PS5 a little while ago, so that does play. Right. From what I understand, it even plays 4K discs. So I might yeah. actually start to get some 4K discs, but I don't know yet. I don't right. see what the real difference is yet. Because you don't, don't have, have a 4K, 4K TV, do you? Got it. Then no, it doesn't no. matter. <laughs> <laughs> I own one 4K disc because I found it for $5. Um, okay. That's Ant Man and the Wasp, and it came with the Blu ray. So I was like, okay, so I need to have that. <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is, I guess, I don't know how much this is uh, going to Im- impact the physical media collectors. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, Somebody really should uh, step in and and fill that market share because I think it's important. Well, we don't know that Samsung is the only one; they're just one of the major ones, is all. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not like the. They're not it. There are other companies still making them, but it's, it's like Sony still makes them and stuff like that. But it is it is uh, annoying. Let's yes. face it. Yeah, uh, I'm not arguing that part. Yeah, it's like I don't want this hobby to go in the to the realm of Laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. Where players are seven hundred dollars because there just aren't that many of them. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants that. People, uh, you know, some people like their physical media. I'm yeah. one of them. I like having yeah. the thing that I want to watch whenever I yeah. want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. They can't take it away from me because I That's have it. Right. So there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to show an edited version of that on your channel? That's fine. I have. 
the real one. That's okay. I mean, so. that's the thing I do have to do. I have the unedited Star Wars. Problem is they're on VHS, so I have to find a way to get them off VHS onto actual physical media, which is hard to Why do. would you do that, Patrick, when you can just simply... Uh, there's some. Have you heard of the Despecialized Editions, Patrick? I haven't heard of those. Are they oh. on the regular Blu-rays now? Oh, no, because they, they insist on not putting those out. But there are ways to get them, and uh, I will show you my copies uh, when the next time you come over. <laughs> they're so pretty. Uh, they're not cheap. Uh, but That's I mean, the problem. Here's the thing. You can download them yourself and burn them yourself um, if you knew how to download them and burn them yourself. If I, I had not... a VHS player. No. No. These are high-def scans of 35-millimeter original prints. Oh, I see what you're saying. I yeah. see what you're saying. VHS. Okay. God, come on. What are you, a caveman? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want VHS copies. I have... I have uh, DVDs of the laser discs, and I was like, yeah, they're a little soft, but they'll do. And then I got these, and I'm like, oh, my God, I was watching garbage. You know, like, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. it's pretty It's pretty crazy. And, and I'm a guy who owns the, the Blu-ray box of the Star Wars films. Oh, yeah. Oh, which yeah. I don't even know why I have it, because it's got the three versions of uh, Star Wars that I don't like on it. And then it has the three prequels that I don't like on it. So I think I bought it specifically for the special features. Yeah, no, for the vent. The value-added material. Sometimes what you do, I get it completely. (laughs) I get it completely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I paid paid 40 bucks online for the um, the, the original trilogy. Caboodle, yeah. No, I can understand that. And it's, I, uh, I look, I'm not a guy who says go buy bootlegs when the real thing is available. Well, the real thing's not available. If Di- I'll tell you this, Disney, if you put it out, we uh, will buy it. Of course, I'm quintuple dipping at this point. Got <laughs> uh, the amount of times I've bought Star Wars. No, I understand. I understand. I have VHS. every single, yeah, widescreen VHS, two different DVD. copies of a laser disc. Oh, really? Oh, good God. Uh, uh, DVD, the Blu-ray box, yep. and now the unofficial uh, despecialized editions. Yeah. 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 So, good You're time. crazy. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But speaking of crazy, let's talk about some Ultra Q with yes. uh, episode 24, uh, The Idol of Goga. Uh, let's see. Six twelve ninety six. I'm sorry. Six twelve sixty six. Um, Samaji Nonagase. Screenplay by Shoujo Yuhira, and special script director is Tohru Matoba. Yes, sir. Okay. No, okay. no, no. I was just the wife was asking me if I wanted something specific for lunch, and I said no. She said that's all I got. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to with your pancakes? Not really. Well, we'll have to get something then. <laughs> No, it's basically you just went to Shoprite, picked up two hundred dollars worth of stuff, but we don't have lunch for you. Oh, really? Thanks. Well, how do we not have lunch? <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, honey. Yeah, well, it was you had your twelve gallons of milk, so that was that was at least a hundred dollars awesome. in the milk. <laughs> 
So, uh, hey, here's a question. Go ahead. Since you do have to buy so much milk, but you can't store it outside anymore because it's, you know, it's warm now. Yes. What do you do? Or do you just we have a regular? Daily? No, we, we buy four or five gallons at a time. Yeah. And we have a regular size fridge and then the small mini fridge that originally was bought as a beer fridge and now it's just a everything else fridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah so fair enough. We have space to hold enough milk. Yeah. But we can never get enough milk. Yeah, that's the thing. He'll drink a gallon a day or more if he can get it. Listen, yeah, his bones will never break. I was going to say, I'm <laughs> sort of super skeleton that we're not aware of. You could be on TV, they're like, yeah, shoot me with a cannonball. Go ahead. You know, like, yeah, it'll be <laughs> fine. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to drop Zach Rooney on this pile of bricks. For, okay, it's fine. Yeah, he'll bounce right back up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so we open up at the airport um, where some people are getting off a plane, and uh, one of them is carrying a uh, a statue. It's just a little girl, and she's like uh, being observed uh, from the roof by yes. a suspicious looking dude with a telescope. Yeah, and uh, from inside by a bunch of guys that look suspiciously like gangsters. Up oh, there goes your headphones. My headphones off my head. Suddenly, bear with me, everybody. <laughs> You're not. You are not allowed to rub your head on the podcast. I'm not exactly sure how that even happened. <laughs> you went and, yeah, you went to scratch your back and hit oh, the headphones on the way. Yeah, that's what it was. That's why I'm still itchy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and so, of course, the, she, uh, this little, this uh, guy says to the, uh, I'm sorry, this lady says to the little girl, um, hey, I'll, I'll hold that statue for you. And she's like, okay. And yeah. so they, they go outside, um, and they're being, you know, questioned by reporters. And uh, the girl notices that the lady has gone outside with the statue, so she runs after. She goes, "Can I have my doll back?" And the lady gets into a car, and they kidnap the little girl, and yes. they, they drive off. You're like, "Whoa, this escalated quickly, very, uh, very quickly." That's the pre-credits roll, you guys. <laughs> now, Holy did you Lord. notice as they were getting off the plane? There's nothing more than just a stairwell. Come on down, no problem. Nothing oh, yeah, to see here. I've done that once. No, I I get it. It's just you forget how easy it was pre nine eleven. Oh yeah, you know, close to twenty years ago. You forget how easy it was to get off a plane. You could just walk down, walk away, walk yeah. right up to the gate. Hey, by the way, I need a ticket. Here I am. Get your yeah, ticket. Remember that? Go. Like, Can I get a ticket to Alaska? Sure. It's a two hundred dollars. Okay, great. Yeah. And, and just walk right onto the plane. No TSA. No ID. No, no ID. No nothing. Just go. What's your no name? Uh, Bill Bailey. Okay, Bill Bailey. You're fine. Get in. <laughs> you need a round trip? Won't you come home? But uh, um, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the, oh man, it's it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was looking at it going, wow, it used to be nice to get on a plane. You didn't have to get there an hour early. You could just walk right up, get right on the plane. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, when you when you could have, like, if we dropped someone off the airport, you could sit with them until their plane showed up. You know, until yeah. they left. You could, you could sit. sit with them as just as they were getting onto the gangplank to get onto the plane. Right. You could sit right there. Right. And just then hang out with them. And, yeah. You know, that that I hated doing that. Like we like, especially when I would leave my dad at the airport, and my my son would want to hang out with him. And I'm like, no, nah, he's got to get on the plane, and uh, actually, he has to go online to wait to get on the plane. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. 
Yeah, no fun, no fun. So, <sighs> um, that, then we get our then we get our uh, our opening montage, and then uh, we get. Uh, smash cut to the newspaper office where they're like, oh, this idol of Goga has been stolen. Um, and uh, this is who we think took it. And that's, uh, you know, and this is the little girl that's been kidnapped. Okay, great. Right. So who does he send? Who does the newspaper guy send out with the the pilot, <laughs> the, the <laughs> trainee, and a actual one actual news person? Well, you got to have somebody to get you there. That's your pilot. You got to send a reporter and you got to send a trainee so that way they learn how to do the story. I had no real problem. The trainee was Ife. He's not writing anything. He's learning how to fly planes. (laughs) But that's that's the the pilot has to teach (laughs) other people so he can get them to use the plane as well and to make more money. I get it. It's funny. It's like the just it's funny that the, the newspaper guy seems to somehow in some of these episodes, be super in charge of the guys at the airplane place. <laughs> See, again, I don't have a problem with that because I figure they have them on retainer. When I need you, you'll do what I need you to do, and I will pay you well, but you will be there when I need you. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, it seems that. like, I don't know, it seems like the press has an inordinate amount of power in this universe when they're like, news car four, you know, like, this but guy's it's, calling out on the radio. They got flags on the end of their cars that let them go anywhere. It is a whole, you know, it was when newspapers were the world. They weren't, it's true. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. TV was just a new thing. Right. You know, people read the newspaper. Three or four different, uh, you know, editions of a single newspaper would come out every day. And there was 10 newspapers. Right. So you understood they could make a lot of money. Oh, sure. It's just, it's funny. Because there's always guys (laughs) like, they always seem to have whatever division that they need. Like, oh, there's a story about botanists. Call the botany team. Oh, no, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That part is silly. That I get. Two guys in a tiny office, like, finally, a story about plants. (laughs) (laughs) We were waiting this whole time. The botany beat has been dead lately. Uh. (laughs) God. I get it. (laughs) So they go to investigate, and um, turns out that uh, this mysterious man, who I don't think we ever know the name of. No, uh, I don't think they actually gave the name of him. I don't think anybody has names in this other than the... uh, the Our intrepid heroes. Well, our heroes and the lady who says her name, well, the young girl's name is Tommy, and the lady is supposed to be Aileen. Okay, um, fair enough. But she's not really Aileen because, or Aileen, is, as Aileen is, uh, turns out was stuck in Hong Kong and had been uh, knocked unconscious or something. Right, that's a little and bit further. So this lady is some sort of spy. Uh, spoilers. But, uh, well, I mean, if people don't know that we're going to have spoilers in this show, I don't know what they've listened to for the past, I don't know, 100 <laughs> and some odd episodes. Hey, uh, <laughs> apparently the guy's name is uh, Iwakura because the place that they're at is Iwakura Hall. Okay. Who owns it, hence. The, See, the I thought Iwakura. Know that, that, was, that was the guy's name. Well, I thought Iwakura Hall, I saw that part, but I thought the hall could have just been named for the guy that donated the money to build it, not yeah. just the guy that's in it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Carnegie Hall, last I checked, Carnegie hasn't been alive for a very long time. No. And he's the one that built that building. So Sure. <laughs> sure. That's how we did it. But, I mean, we don't know that this guy didn't build that building. No, I don't know that. You're, you got that's a fair a, point. That's another thing. 
We're not got sure. A fair point. Yeah. Um, so um, they the thieves get away with uh, the booty and they hide it in this beautiful um, underground museum for this. Yeah, poor guy who's apparently a, uh, a very rich, very crazy person. Who wants of course, to of course. Artifacts. Cause sure. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> right? So, if I uh, had that much money, I would buy art as well. Yeah. I have no money, so I don't buy art. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not so much buying art as he is paying for someone to steal it. It's, I suppose, it's buying it, but it's not really. <laughs> Legally buying it. Oh, I see. Purchasing yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's getting it somehow. It's very much like uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where the person is like, "Wait, this is hanging in the Louvre." Like, no, the copy of this is hanging in the Louvre. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, fine. Uh, and then he's like, oh, this is the idol of Goga. There was a civilization of Alanka 6,000 years ago, and this is this has a curse that will befall anyone that tries to remove it from its West Asian homeland of Abu. The penalty right. for such as uh, desecration is the total destruction of the community in which the statue is held. Now, yes. I know enough to know enough to leave that kind of thing by itself. <laughs> yes. Don't go too deep into the mythology that they're giving you. Right. Because then you'll just go, oh, no, that's not real at all. You, you, oh, it's from this weird island that's got weird mythology? Good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, good. Now we can, you don't know, leave that there. Can we steal a painting? Uh, yeah. Can we, can we make a cast of this and, like, that can do a repro? That'd be bad. <laughs> you know, that, that wouldn't be so bad. We could uh, we could knock them off and sell them in the gift shop. That'll be exactly cool. fantastic. But, uh, yeah, what I thought was really cool is the guy's office is basically built on an elevator, which I thought was the, about the silliest thing I think I've seen. Well, especially when like if everybody's coming into work, they got to come into your office to go downstairs. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, everybody else takes the stairs. Heck with that. I guess. <laughs> Yes, like there's no service entrance. Hey, we're here to deliver the coffee. Oh, geez, guys, I'm on a conference call. Come on. No, trust me. I've gone into any building that has a service entrance. That's where I go. Oh, yes, I, I look for the service entrance of buildings. I go, is there a service entrance? No, okay, I guess I go in the front door. Right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> but it's funny. Like I, I, I like like it's it's a cool concept that he's got this office that's an elevator. Yeah. In fact, the lady out loud. She's like, oh, we're in the elevator. That's weird. <laughs> and that opens up on this uh, little art gallery that he's got in his basement. And uh, so later, while they're uh, walking around, um, one of the, one of the uh, I was calling the, the henchmen, is uh, struck down when the, the, um, the, the, idol has like these glowing eyes and he's like yeah oh, that's crazy yes. and it shoots lasers into his face and apparently melts the dude's face off that's what it seemed to be you know, i mean they don't actually show gone. that part but that's what they said it's in his face oh, gone. i'm like okay that's yeah. not what you want a little violent <laughs> you know, the, the statue falls and shatters releasing a tiny snail um and they of course the rest of the smugglers come in and they see um uh, alien there and she's like, he was already dead, and the statue was busted, which is the worst thing. <laughs> say it wasn't me. It no. just walked out on its own. He's like, no, I don't think that's how that happened. Uh, yeah. 
So, uh, okay, not great. So Junior Rico and Ipe investigate the kidnapping, and they're like, oh, she's at, um, they're at the smuggler's den. Um, right. Oh, this is, they also, <laughs> the guy who you think is the bad guy um, is, is I guess he's a, he's a spy working with Aileen. Um, right. And he gets shot in his little Mazda Miata. <sighs> and we have a convertible chase. And then June <laughs> leaps from one convertible to the other. Of and, course. Uh, of course. But what I really liked was um, how tall June is in that tiny little car. Trust me, I, dr- I drove a Miata once, and I had to have the top down because yeah, I'm look, rather large. It looked like bumper cars. It, it did. My <laughs> former father-in-law had a Miata. said, you want to drive it? I said, sure, why not? Tried to get in. He said, hold on, drop the top. And then I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is much better. I can sit now. And he's like, that chair's all the way back. You know that. It's like, I, I'm 6'2". We took the driver's seat out so you could just sit in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Police Academy style. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, uh, what? oh, I thought there was a nice, and I, I neglected to mention this, when um, when this guy arrives at the kidnapper's place, and he figures out that there's a bomb planted somehow, and he reverses out of it, and it's a really nice um, rear projection explosion. I did like that. Yeah. I did like that. I mean, they did, that was a nice composition. He drove away a little too long, like they, they could have cut well, like he's driving, them, and it's like I give them okay, he's dramatic mile away. That's fine. I yeah. give them dramatic tension. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was kind of uh, cool that he he drove backwards away from the explosion instead of doing like a quick like bootlegger turn or something. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, that way they could show his face, yeah. the the building getting smaller, sure. and then the explosion. So I gave them that. I thought sure, that, that was, was a nice, nice composition. Oh yeah, and, and you know, sadly, this guy had to die. Um, of course, yeah, of course. Well, he's in a dangerous he's in a dangerous place. Yeah, um, Aileen's true identity is revealed to be Malion. I'm sorry, Minleon, and upon being discovered to have been secretly working against the smugglers, she is, of course, imprisoned with the little girl, Tommy. Um, now, did you notice what she had? She had the Dick Tracy communicator wristwatch. Yeah, but it wasn't the TV style. It was a low Well, tech. <laughs> it's a step ahead of a regular wristwatch. It's a communicator well, sure. wristwatch. Sure. <laughs> Who has one? I wanted one of those. Like, In the worst so- way. Oh yeah, because they're in a lot of spy stuff in in the sixties and seventies, right? And um, and now and everybody has a robot. robot. I don't and, want one. <laughs> yeah, and Johnny Sacco and his flying robot, uh, his wristwatch flips up and it communicates to the robot, and that's how he commands it. And okay. I always just wanted a toy of the wristwatch that flipped up, and like, couldn't. It's not something you get. It's, <laughs> it's probably one in Japan, but. Hell, I'll never own it. That's <laughs> yeah. You're not even paying for the shipping to get it here, so that's yeah. fine. So, I mean, <laughs> if it was a working watch, maybe then probably, probably. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, but it looked like a really nice watch uh, in the show. But uh, so the the snail is, is lurking about and it's starting to get bigger. Um, yes. Uh, that snail monster, of course, is Goga, and um, 
eventually it destroys the building. Uh, of course, because it drills out of the building, which is fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, that is great. That and, is <laughs> That is excellent. I don't know how they did that miniature work, but it was excellent. Well, it, the Gorga is a puppet. No, I got that part. Yeah. But to build the building around this little drill bit that they had to have build, I don't know how that works, but it, yeah. it was just so well done. You could sit there and go, you know what? That looks good. I don't yeah. know how it's done. It looks good, yeah. though. That was, that was great. Uh, and, and, and all of course, all the bad guys get killed, and somehow our heroes escape. That's of course. <laughs> Of course. I'm like, they're in the building. I don't know how Lot it works. Convenience. Yeah. Lot yeah. convenience. Lot yeah. convenience. <laughs> June and the others are rescued by the military from the uh, devastated building. And, uh, of course, Iwakura uh, dies uh, being crushed by the giant fallen statue of uh, some god that had a giant diamond in its forehead. Right, of course. He tried to steal the diamond, and as yeah. he was stealing it, all of a sudden, earthquake statue falls on him he's dead okay sure you're gonna be a criminal mastermind like steal it and move on don't just admire it and look at it like and be all smug about it. like <laughs> at least i'm getting away with this giant diamond right statue on a plinth that could fall over in this earthquake and any ah! you know <laughs> when you're a, a robber you do what's convenient you see the gem you're trying to take the gem earthquake you happens go. you're dead Go, just go. Well, he didn't have that time to go. He was he trying to get the diamond. He took the diamond and then he stood there looking at it like, hey, "Look at that big old diamond. I'm pretty impressive." Earthquake. Meanwhile, the earthquake's going on at the start. Like he's in the middle. Of it. Dude, you know things are going pear shaped rather quickly. Yeah, time to move. Yeah. <laughs> Get the step. I know, I know. It's not hard. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, then uh, Gorga starts wrecking the joint. Like, and of by course. the joint, I mean Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the surviving uh, thieves um, remembers that uh, that um, the, our main bad guy says the first thing that you have to kill men. That's very important. Right. Uh, of so course. he's got a sniper rifle and he's going to go, um, he's going to go kill her. Uh, and, uh, so they decide they're going to, they're going to fight the monster by shooting explosives at it that have something in it. That cyanide. I, is that they're what gonna, it was? Yeah. Oh, cyanide. Okay. That's what they said. You're going to mix cyanide with gunpowder. So that way, that's what's going to kill the monster. Okay. Sure. Sure, I don't know. (laughs) But I love how this lady has all these secret spy things, and she's an archaeologist or something. Like, well, I loved her explosive brooch. The explosive brooch was great. Yeah, the um, (laughs) the um, the ring that had the like knockout powder in it was Uh awesome. The high heel with a lot of the lock picking kit in it. Of course, (laughs) this has to be. Uh, this has to be like sort of like, hey, the Avengers is popular, you know, like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The original Avengers, you got to narrow it down, right? Well, I yeah, the, the, the British Avengers, right? I think it was after this. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe it was after this. 
But you got to figure that there was enough spy stuff going on that they said, well, we could use all this stuff. Why not? M appeal. Um, ding, 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 ding. It says 60s. Um, but it doesn't give you a specific start date or something no, like that. No, we're getting there. Hold on. Okay. Avengers TV. UK. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that should probably do it. Hey, Avengers TV program, uh, 1961 to 1969. So, oh, so therefore yeah. this was a thing. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. That would be my guess. Very that nice. would be my guess. You know, it's something that I, that I've only seen little snippets of. Um, I've seen episodes of that program. Yeah. Like, not, I haven't seen, obviously, the whole thing, but I've seen No, episodes. a lot of it's lost. Yeah, no, I get that. You know, why would we keep anything that but nobody's going to watch and watch it? You know, yeah. after we show it the first time, come on. Well, the, the the BBC was notorious for thinking like, all right, look, these tapes are very expensive. No one cares about these old television shows. Erase them. So, <laughs> <laughs> not even just erase them. Let's throw them out. Yeah. Well, for they would throw out the, the here's the thing. They would throw the like when stuff was shot on film, they threw the film out. Tapes just got bulk erased to be reused again to for whatever golf tournaments or episodes right. of extenders or whatever the hell they had to do. Oh yeah. I know. I know. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. I actually picked up a set of Avengers um uh DVDs that it's the complete run with Diana Rigg in it. Oh, that's the, excellent. Oh, the complete Emma Peel mega set. I bought it oh. four years ago. How long, how many of you think I've watched yet? None. That's oh, absolutely right. none. Still shrink wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, that seems daunting. You know, like, <laughs> well, it, 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 you have to start. I mean, that's yeah. the way, that's the way I'm going through the current Doctor Who right now. And Radio Free Scarlet was doing a rewatch of Torchwood. So I'm watching every episode of the first season just before I listen to their so rewatch. Torchwood. HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah, it has Torchwood, so I'm watching Torchwood. Fair enough. Okay. The time. Yeah. I haven't seen Torchwood since it aired initially. I, yeah, I you're had... really not missing anything. <laughs> Here's the thing. The first season of Torchwood has some really good episodes and some really atrocious episodes. Well, the episode... Just done was the Cyber Woman That's episode. The one I was thinking of for being really atrocious. <laughs> Ooh, that's, a yeah, that's a rough. And one of the I forget which one had to find something nice to say about it for his girlfriend, and it got to the point where this bit of the set was nice. <laughs> That was the only thing he could say. That bit of the setup was yeah. nice. Yeah. Hey, we do what we have to do. Found something. So anyway, they, they decide they're going to shoot explosives in cyanide after. Oh, uh, Pat's uh, no, computer is activated. Yeah, no, I know. <sighs> Sorry, that's my phone. I'll turn off the ringer now. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. I should turn my ringer off. But, uh, <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> so um, they roll up. With a guy in a Jeep, an army guy driving a Jeep, then it's June, Ipe, Eureka, and a guy with a bazooka. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course. My, my favorite part is Ipe is standing up in the back of the Jeep with the bazooka 
like on his shoulder, on his shoulder, like <laughs> he is helping. Like I'm helping. He's the kid. He's the kid from the hamburger helper commercial. Well, it's it's great that the guy with the bazooka is using Ipe as his tripod to help him aim. Right. Um. No. Uh. No. <laughs> Just well, only, no on so many levels. Not only that, but. If you can't hit that thing, <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> Goga is massive. And yes. sure enough. Yes. So anyway, um, he shoots at it. It hits him. And Goga starts freaking out. Of course. He attacks and starts firing at Min and <sighs> runs out into the middle of the street as the Jeep drives away and somehow manages to to ping off six shots from a bolt-action rifle. Um yeah, of course. Which was because why not? Enjoyed the hell out of me out of this otherwise really great episode. Um, and then the uh, Goga just runs him over. <laughs> just yeah, slides I right love over him. So much. <laughs> the guy, the bad guys get to come up in, in such amazing fashions in this episode. Goga kills one of them with like laser eye beams, and it like yes. melts him. Melts him. Very, very. That part and then I did like. The clothes catch fire. Like, not only did I melt you, but I'm gonna burn all your stuff. <laughs> it's amazing. It but is amazing. Insult injury. Like, well, we saved you. Shoot. Oh, now that's it. <laughs> Anybody want his tie tat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right. So stuff. get to the monster minute on Goza because you have just a bit more than five minutes. Yep. Do you, ha- do you see the timer as well? Yeah. Okay. I'm on I, top of it. I got I'm it. Dried. I'm just trying to help. I, I know you are. I know you are. He's 20 <laughs> meters tall, 20,000 tons. Well, wait a minute. Did they start him as little, or they just say at the end he's 20 they meters tall? They just say, yeah. Like he's a tiny snail, and then he's 20 meters tall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is his only appearance. Okay. And... Uh, Let's see. Trivia. One of the monsters that makes up Beridora's left arm in Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends, the movie, which we're going to have to get to at some point because uh, that's being released by Mill Creek um, in the next couple of months. Okay. That's yeah, fine. So that's, that's the Ultraman. We're going to start the Ultraman Zero. Um, the Ultraman Watch. Zero stuff. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, despite his subtitle being Shellfish Monster... Uh, he is a land snail. He is not a shellfish. No, not at all. His roars are reused Toho King Kong roars okay. uh, from King Kong versus Godzilla in the Shout Factory release. Um, when, Gorga, when Goga drills its way out of the building, a special effects person's hand can be seen. Damn it, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I would have wanted to see that. I will I will go and look for that because that's pretty great. <laughs> I, I actually will. I do want to actually see that. Just That's to, fine. Just to see it. I wonder if there's a, a still picture of it. Uh, that is a negative. Um, yeah. All right. So that's it for our Monster Minute on Goga. And um, we will be back right after this with part two of our episode. Yes. The Devil, the Devil Child. Child. Right after this. Okay, and we're back, and we're going to be covering The Devil Child. Now, on oh. the, the DVD that I have, yeah. it warned 
that your sound isn't going to be great. We got it mastered from the best available sources, which means yeah. they got what they got. You're going to have to deal with it. Well, remember, these are the, the, the DVD you have were, is from Chayo. Like, it's the, the Chayo Masters, so they're not the best available. Um, the actual uh, the actual Blu-ray is super cheap right now. Um, yeah. Um, and um, I'm thinking of double dipping and buying the the non-steelbook versions okay. of everything. So uh, if, if that happens, uh, I will be making you an offer to buy my steelbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they'll be I, cheap. Don't worry. No, I no. I I try not to double dip when I can. Like when right. I bought the monster movie set yeah. on Blu-ray, that I had to double dip on some oh, yeah. movies. But I try not to double dip when I can because I, I just can't spend money on everything as much as I'd like to. Yeah, I know. Do you have <laughs> Do you have other of the Universal stuff on Blu-ray, or did you have them on DVD? I had them on DVD. Okay, so I had. Dracula and less of a double dip is more of an upgrade. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, to get the all of the movies that I got, yeah. it's like you know what? That's yeah, I'll, I'll Cons- consider these an upgrade. But anyway, exactly. um, uh, I'm sorry. June nineteenth, nineteen sixty six. Koji Kajita is our director. Um, Ken Kumaga, uh, Kumagaya is our writer. Screenplay by Kyo, uh, Kyoko Kinazawa. Special skill director Keiji Kawatami. Yes. Um, basically, we open up with uh, June and everybody attending a performance. And when I mean everybody, oh, no, no, no. I mean no, Professor no, no. Colonel Sanders is there. Oh, no, we open up. That's right. We, we do open with a guy driving with a down a road. Crash. Yeah. Um, where there's a loose guardrail. Right. Yeah. And then, sure enough, uh, the there's a truck crashed. that goes through it. <laughs> and they showed so many different truck crashes, truck crash pictures in yeah. the intro. I'm like, yeah, I get the fact that you want to show truck crashes, but it's quite obvious that they're not all the same. Well, it even says that these, these, were, these crashes were not staged for television. These are actual crashes to show that unbalance is everywhere. Ah, uh, et et I missed that part. Okay, well, I, apparently the Shout Factory DVDs are not what you'd call great, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're not they're not terrific, but yeah, um, and that's air quotes for all those people that can't see. Yeah, much. yeah. If you can't tell by me going, nah, that's usually my air quote voice. So, um, yeah. So yeah, um, and then then we open up on the June, and even uh, Professor Colonel Sanders is there um, attending a performance by Akunuma the Magician. Um, yes. Or no, Akanuma. Sorry. I'm not going to argue either way because I have no idea. (laughs) Um, During the act, uh, a young girl named Lily is enclosed inside of a box and her ghostly spirit appears in the air, separated from her body. um, Yes. After being hypnotized. Of course. Um, Yeah. Yeah, of course. Dude, that guy, that dude is Japanese Boris Karloff. Oh, it, absolutely. Absolutely. He looks weird. <laughs> I give it that. Like, he that guy looks is the weird. most suspicious looking guy. <laughs> he's got a face that screams, hello, central casting. Send someone over that face screams, something's up. Like, <laughs> absolutely. 
hundred percent. Was yeah. I mean, he was just so creepy, and I'm sitting there going, you know what? All right, sure. Why not? He has he has, and dare I say it, crazier eyebrows than you. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can say it. And I don't know. As Irish people, we get really nutty eyebrows. I don't understand yeah. it. I you get, get hair that grows in the wrong places. Okay, yeah, but what's sure. with the extra eyebrows? Like, all right, boys, <laughs> uh, things are make it all go gray except for the eyebrows, and then just ramp them up forty percent. Let's go. Like, <laughs> exactly. Thanks, God. This is what you. This is why you see a lot of old Irishmen with with like a shock of white hair and yep. angry caterpillars on their face. <laughs> Because that's what we got. And they're jet black. I don't get it. <laughs> this is what we go with. This is what we have. It's like, all right, fine. Fine. Uh, so uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Colonel Sanders conducts his own research on the subject because he's like, mm, this is very interesting, and theorizes that a part of the body we identify as the soul may simply be a further extension of human existence. Sure. Uh, so he sure. uses as his subject. Because why not use the training? <laughs> By the way, Ipe's performance during the uh, during the the hypnosis magic scene, ad, yeah, where he's biting his nails is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I give this Ipe guy; he is playing the comedic foil. Yeah, he's very, great. very well. He's, he's great. very good. Um, so he separates Ipe's negative energy from his body, creating a ghostly double using some fantastic science equipment. And um, of course, of course. Similarly, some aspect of uh, the crazy guy's hypnotic hold over Lily has also triggered the same division in the child's body. So uh, a series of bizarre accidents has been occurring all over Tokyo involving victims that have been frightened by uh, an apparition of a little girl. Yes. And so we see the group minus Professor Colonel Sanders um, going to another performance of the show. Um, and it's, again, looks like pretty sold out. Um, yeah. Except for there's one seat next to them that was obviously where Ichitani sat. And they were like, <laughs> all right, we're going to do another scene where he's not there. Couldn't you bring one extra Japanese guy from the back to sit there? Like, Well, no, no, no. You're not hiring more extras than you need. I mean, a guy from that you only saw his knees in the first shot. <laughs> Just put him next. Bring him down a little bit. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> fair, fair. I'll give you yeah. that. That's fair. <laughs> there's, there's, I don't know, 40, 50 people in that shot. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of extras in this. You could have shuffled. Well, I mean, I let's know. face it, that first shot of the orchestra is stock footage. No, absolutely, but I, I give them stock footage because yeah. Americans use it. Why can't Japanese? Sure. Hey, we've got we've already got an, people in an audience clapping. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but doesn't the film grain and the and the color and the uh, and the uh, you know the brightness and everything else wildly contrast with the next scene? Yeah, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask you that. Keep Save moving. 20, Twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, you want a really interesting. Um, conversation. You need to download this week's episode of Monster Party. Okay. Because August Dragone is on it, and they talk about how Adu Subaraya like to save a buck of course. By, by doing certain things, and then like, oh, well, I can reallocate the funds that I would have spent on this 
on over there bigger miniature yeah or, but yeah but he, like fine. and i mean he wrote the book literally absolutely book, master of monsters um and it's i don't know it's three and a half hours all right it's really good you should be listening to monster party on the regular anyway because it's a joy um, i've tried listening to it a few times if there's a good guest i like it if there's yeah. not i really don't so i don't i okay. haven't downloaded it consistently oh, okay. <coughs> and uh don't worry everybody pat's been vaccinated it's fine um, yeah, double vaccinated i've got my two weeks i'm good it's just i got a, a itch in my throat he's vaxxed waxed and ready to relax <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> he's been he's been to the what, what is that place called that? down the street that the european wax center oh god <laughs> they'd be like i'm sorry sir you're we have to charge you extra but yeah <laughs> there's a lot going on here I want to be sleep like a swimmer. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> good God, no. Make me look like a <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, that's, I, don't, I don't need that. Thank you. I don't need I, that, though. I'm good. I've, I've pulled eyebrow hair out. That's funny. Just, just yeah. I like I it. Stop okay. plucking my grays because, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I gave that up a long time. Oh, yeah. They're coming in fast and furious, and I just can't keep up. Thank you. Yeah, I used to have a full head of black, brownish hair, whatever. Now no, just completely seen, gray. I've never seen that, guys. Never seen it. <laughs> when did you? When did you go gray? Because it's been at least ten years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was early mid thirties, I guess. There you early go. Yeah, before I knew Pat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um. So that you know, they see that the 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 girl has to be hypnotized uh, to, to go, go to, to sleep, sleep on a regular basis. Yeah. Here's That's the thing: not good. No, well, th- not only is that not good, can't you put her layer down? She sleeps in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> she sleep. Okay, I'll make it better for you. She sleeps in the chair in a dressing room at the theater, right? With no armrest, so she sleeps sitting up. She right. never leans over at all. No wonder oh, the kid's okay. tired all the time. <laughs> she says, oh, Dad, I'm tired. Yeah, this, you're not getting a good night's sleep. How do you rest? So he plays <sighs> with a music box for her, and he hypnotizes her. And the face this guy makes when he hypnotizes somebody is absolutely amazing. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely so great. creepy. It's oh, yeah. so well done. <laughs> You know, and it, <laughs> and you got it. You, at first, you think, "No, this guy's got her. He's controlling her." No, it's just it's her dad. Yeah. yeah. By the way, how old did he adopt her? I don't understand. No, no, no. You don't necessarily have to adopt a kid to have a kid late. I'll be the first one to say that. No, you're not I had wrong. My kids late. You're not wrong, but he's looks a thousand million he looks oh, way I'm not older than you doesn't look old i'm not I arguing mean, your point Tony randall had a kid when he was what 85 so I guess something like that something like that it he all. was way too old to actually be a good father we can't say he was too old to be a father but that's to right be a good father yeah yeah nobody yeah nobody did that. so is that your great granddad shut up i'll fight you you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, so he, oh. she, she asks, well, when are we going to see mom? Can we go to the mountains? They don't really get beyond that. And he's like, oh, that's where he thinks she thinks her mom lives. Well, where does her mother 
did live? What kind of test tube nightmare is this? I think they kind of indicated, and they never said it directly, so I'll give you that. They sort of indicated that the mother was dead, and he's doing the best he can with this little girl because he doesn't know how to raise a girl. They're so different than boys. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But let's be honest. If I could hypnotize that kid once in a while, it wouldn't be so rough. Sit <laughs> <laughs> down and relax. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I'll give you that point. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> Just could you relax? Give me ten minutes. Ten. <laughs> Not asking a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it becomes apparent that the Willie's. The balance of Lily's body has been altered at night. Her spirit roams freely and starts right. looking to find stuff. Um, and we see in her treasure box, there's like jewelry, um, which one of the, she says to one of the ladies, like, oh, that's a really nice brooch or whatever. Can I have it? And she goes, you can have it when I die. And she says, really? You'll give it to me when you die? And you're like, oh, God, this lady's next. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. That yeah. was exactly what I thought. I'm like, okay, so this woman's dead. Yeah, you don't tell this girl I'll give it yeah. to you when I'm dead because you're going to be dead. Yeah, because yeah, this girl's <laughs> obvious. Something's up with this kid. They call the episode exactly. the devil child. Something's Surprisingly, the woman lives throughout the whole thing. So. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they're like, okay, this is going to, th- we'll see what's happening. And then they notice that a lot of the stuff that's like the, one of the bolts from the, um, from the guardrail is, is in, in this chest. Yeah. The guy's wedding ring. Oh yeah. They make a joke that the, one of the photographers is like, oh, well, you hope this kid doesn't want that wedding ring. Sure enough, she causes the plane to crash. Right. So because the ghost can- appears outside the plane. It's it's pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, this is a very very creepy episode. Yeah, I mean I like the fact that they used the the see through image of the girl mm-hmm. as a ghost. Yeah, I like that part. Oh, it was but, really ooh, nicely done. It's creepy. Yeah, the ooh. laugh. No, thank you. No. Um, yeah. So finally, she she leaves the she leaves the theater, uh, and she's going to go to the mountain because the ghost has separated from her, her her soul has separated from her body and has like, okay, this is going to, we're going to go find mom. And they're walking along the train tracks and Lily perceives that the train's whistle to be her mother's voice from beyond the grave, I suppose, and starts walking towards it. So June and Ipe arrive just in time to use uh, Dr. Colonel Sanders' device uh, to stabilize the balance between her positive and negative energies. Well, not just that. They arrive in time for June to save the girl from being run over by the train. He yeah, pulled what, her away from the train. What kills me is they have to reunite her spirit and body first. No, 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 no. Yes. He saved. Did he? No, they, yeah, yeah, no, they, they merged right, first. You're right. Yeah, they merged first, and then but, he saved the girl as the like train. You don't have to. It wouldn't necessarily have to. T- what do I know? I'm not a scientist. You're not so. a scientist. <laughs> We got Dr. Colonel Sanders doing yeah. this for us. You'll, you'll, have a, you'll, you'll notice who's not there. Dr. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> no, He sends Ipe and June out, the pilots and the science fiction writer, out with this delicate piece of scientific equipment the size of a Samsonite suitcase. Oh, absolutely. It was gigantic. I mean, when he lifted it up, you could say, you know what? He's making it look like it's really heavy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the prop guys were probably goofing around on They're like, yeah, put some bricks in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
hey, as, oh. a, as a joke, I put my anvil collection in there. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's see him try to lift it and then get a oh. have to wear a truss. Um, <laughs> so they get reunited. He gets reunited with his daughter, and uh, Akanuma prepares a new act that will not place the child in danger. So that's another thing. Let's let's address this little tiny elephant in the room. Go ahead. Does he own that theater? <laughs> it, it appears that way. It does appear that way, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't either, because most theaters, you're not a magician's not going to own a theater. They don't really make that much money. They're going to rent guy's, a theater. And this make, guy's place is packed out. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's renting it at that point. Yeah, you rent the theater for a certain number of days and then move on to a different town, so that way you're not responsible to fill it every time and always come up with a different act. It could be a Vegas residency. Um, You know, like, oh, we've got the great illusionist, and he's going to be here. Yeah, Siegfried and Roy did have a Vegas residency for a very long time. Yeah, it could be something like that. Or, um, like, the system in Japan is still that the movie studios own theaters. They own their own distribution. So okay. like it used to be here. Yeah, yeah. As still that way there. It's still that way in Japan. So like the Toho movies get shown at Toho Cinema. Toho Theaters. Mm. Okay. Yep. Crazy, right? That is insane. That yeah. is absolutely insane. But yeah, so I give it give it up for the magic man that come up with a new act pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um which seems to also be a very uh, popular act as well. That's a go figure. But then they do show the, the voice at the very end of the show does say, no, the she wasn't really a really devil evil. There was a problem with hypnotizing constantly. Yeah, you can't Try not that. to hypnotize your kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Try not to hypnotize your kids. <laughs> thanks, do voiceover. Don't do this at home. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, God. Uh, our our monster minute, of course, is Lily. Um, she is one point two meters tall. Uh, her weight is unknown. Planet Earth is her home world. Her first appearance is Ultra Q, the Devil Child. Um, and latest appearance is Ultra Q Dark Fantasy episode fourteen, Lily and Lily. Really so she comes back. Okay. How do you like that? I do like that. I mean, I don't see how they would do it, but eh, whatever. They could probably just show the same show just in color this time. Okay. Uh, Apparently, Lily returns in Ultra Q Dark Fantasy as a different incarnation of herself. Sure. Sure. Why not? And I don't know if we're going to get Ultra Q Dark Fantasy. I don't think that's one of the the list of things that um, uh, Milk Creek Entertainment has. Uh, uh, I don't think so. I know we got Neo Ultra Q, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll find out eventually. Yeah. So um, there's a little history. Let's. Or, um, I'm sorry, trivia. Lily's laughs were reused from the laugh of Matango, the titular character from the Toho film of the same name. The laugh is different from the alien Balton laugh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a little girl giggling. Um, uh, the high-pitched laugh would be reused later for the small alien Balton and okay. alien Cool and the actress is Noriko Sakabe um, Fair enough. so yeah, yeah too good. Uh, we're, we're 
rolling into the end of the station here, guys. Which is amazing. Yep, and Ultraman Trigger is uh, going to be appearing in July. I cannot wait. A yeah. new series. Wee! So, yeah, I know, right? It's almost like, well, when, when does that happen? Every year. <laughs> Every year. It's just the fact that it's something different to talk about on the pod that we are doing. My friend. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's, there's always more Ultraman. That should be the official model of the science patrol. There's always more Ultraman. <laughs> We'll never be able to finish. <laughs> I know. I'm good with that. <laughs> we will We will have to do a podcast after we die as ghosts <laughs> because we will have unfinished business. Of course. Of course. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Nah, we're just playing around. We don't have to sound like that. It's just fun. Um <laughs> <laughs> We do this for effect. We can That's right. it any way we, we can want. do it any way we want. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess that, that's about it. I don't think we have anything else. No, nothing um, new going on. Not much. Nope. So rate, review, and subscribe. Um, by the time this comes out, let's see, we're late April. Uh, Ultraman Leo may be out on Blu-ray by this time. That is oh, the God. next one that that is the next one that uh, Mill Creek Entertainment is uh, releasing. Actually, producing okay. and that would be the last of the the last of the ultra brothers okay i yeah. didn't know i keep forgetting that he was an ultra brother i know yeah and okay. then uh the next one if they do the next show one it should be ultraman 80 but we don't i don't know if that's been released on blu-ray in japan yet oh i see what you're saying okay that's important gotta have yeah. that remastering done <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, you. rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell anybody who'll listen to you. Um, you know, rent a Skyrider, hot air balloon, whatever you need to do. Sure, because we're not. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that kind of scratch. Um, and uh, if you're feeling lonely and you feel you're feeling down, you feel like no one's ready to listen to you. The suicide hotline is always available. There's someone there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The world is better without uh, with you in it. With you, with you. Yeah. Um, that number is one eight hundred. Two seven three eight two five five. Yeah, I went to say the world is better without you doing something that you shouldn't do. Oh, just say the world is better with you. That's yeah, it. yeah, that would be helpful. Don't don't go off script, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dummy. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, I am Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. All right, before you go, I have a question for you. Take care, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Take care, everybody. Jesus, come on. We got a thing here. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>